Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are at in the world. It is May 19th, 2022. It is Thursday. We're almost a Friday, almost to the weekend, so <laughs> hang in there. Um, I am Jason, your co-host, with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the hosts. They are the ones that run the show here, in case you guys aren't familiar with that. They are the ones that are at the wheel, they are at the helm, and they are the ones that are steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. But again, like I always say, fear not, because as long as you give up surrender of your life to God and Jesus Christ, I tell you what, Everything will be just a-okay, all right? You just, you got to have that trust in God and Christ. But today, what we're going to be reading today is we're going to be doing a reading out of uh, Habakkuk. I always pronounce it. I feel like I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. But Habakkuk, at chapter 2, um, it's a very short book, believe it or not. It's only like three pages. I did the first uh, chapter yesterday. But Habakkuk, chapter 2, verses 5 through, I want to say it's 20. Yeah, 20. And then chapter 3. Uh, one through uh, 19. It's very quick, but I, the reason I'm picking this particular book to read is because it goes so much in line with what we're seeing today. And so to kind of put it in perspective, what we're reading today um, in the chapter two, we're going to be talking about, um, so basically it's subtitled sayings against tyrants. And it's very, very, it rings very true with what we're seeing today. So before we get into the reading, just a real quick show note, don't forget to share the website. It's hishardline.com. Very simple, very easy, or share the podcast far and wide. Um, Like I said, I'm trying to get my bearing straight here because it's been kind of a really rocky uh, last couple of weeks here um, with all the technical issues I've been having with Podbean. Um, I have a funny feeling I may have to switch my MacBook Pro into like a Linux uh, type of uh, system Um, because I swear I'm getting... It's a long story, but anyway, at the end of the day, um, I'm dealing with some of these technical issues. I will get them resolved, but right now it's a quick and easy fix. I'm using Google Chrome right now for the, uh, for the, uh, for the web browser, which I hate Google because I think they're an evil company, but you know what? It might not be a bad idea. It's probably in God's plan because Google as evil as they are and satanic as they are, they could use a little bit of God's word on their platform. So I hope they enjoy this. So, um, but again, share this podcast far and wide. So we're going to get right into the reading. This is uh, some pretty cool stuff here when I was reading it this morning. And it's, again, sayings about uh, against tyrants. And we're going to start with verse 5 in chapter 2, and it reads, Indeed, wealth is treacherous. A proud man does not succeed. He who opens wide his throat like Sheol and is insatiable as death, who gathers to himself all the nations and collects for himself all the peoples. Shall not all these take up a taunt against him and make a riddle about him, saying, Ah, you who store up what is not yours, how long can it last? You who load yourself down with collateral, will your debtors not rise suddenly? Will they not awake those who make you tremble? You will become their spoil because you plundered many nations. The remaining people shall plunder you. Because of the shedding of human blood and violence done to the land and to the city and to all who live in it, ah, 
you who pursue evil gain for your household, setting your nest on high to escape the reach of misfortune. You have devised shame for your household, cutting off many peoples, forfeiting your own life. For the stone in the wall shall cry out, and the beam in the frame shall answer it. Ah, you build a city by bloodshed, and who established a town with injustice. Is this not from the Lord of hosts, people's toils for what the flames consume and nations grow weary for nothing, but the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord glory, just as the water covers the sea. You who give your neighbors of the cup of your wrath to drink and make them drunk until their nakedness is seen. You are filled with shame instead of glory. Drink you too and stagger the cup from the Lord's right hand shall come around to you in utter shame shall cover your glory for the violence done to lebanon shall cover you and the destruction of the animal shall terrify you because of the shedding of human blood and violence done to the land to the city and to all who live in it of what use is the carved image that its maker should carve it or the molten image the lion oracle that is very that its very maker should trust in it and make mute idols. Ah, you who say to wood, awake to silent stone, arise. Can any such thing give oracles? It is only overlaid with gold and silver. There is no breath in it at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Silence before him all the earth. And then with chapter three talks about the hymn about God's reign, and it reads, Prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet. According to Shigonot, it's a weird word, sorry, got caught up on that one. O Lord, I have heard your renown and aim in awe, O Lord, of your work. In the course of years, revive it. In the course of years, make yourself known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God came from Teman the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and his praise filled the earth. His splendor spread like the light. He raised his horns high. He rejoiced on the day of his strength. Before him went pestilence and plague followed in his steps. We're going to go back to that one a little bit because that's got a little something interesting there. But it says, continues on, He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. Ancient mountains were shattered. The age-old hills bowed low. Age-old orbits collapsed. The tents of Cushan trembled. The pavilions of the land of Midian. Was your anger against the rivers, O Lord? Your wrath against the rivers? Your rage against the sea? That you mounted your steeds, your victorious chariot? You readied your bow. You filled your bowstring with arrows. You split the earth with rivers at the sight of the mountains. The clouds poured down waters. The deep roared loudly. The sun forgot to rise. The moon left its lofty station. At the light of your flying arrows, at the gleam of your flashing spear, in wrath you marched on the earth. In fury you trampled the nations. You came forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the back of the wicked. You laid him bare, bottom to neck. You pierced his head with your shafts. His princes you scattered with your storm wind as food for the poor in unknown places. 
You trampled the sea with your horses amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles, at the sound my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones, my legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit appears on the vine, though the yield of the olive fails and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and exult in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of deer and enables me to tread upon the heights. For the leader with stringed instruments. And that concludes the whole reading. Now, a lot to unpack here, but very little time. So we're about nine minutes. I'm going to try to kind of, I, I highlighted some areas here as I read it this morning that I felt was very uh, noteworthy. Now, I want to go back to, uh, let's see, chapter two, verses seven through nine, where it says, will your debtors not rise suddenly? Will they not awake those who make you tremble? You will become their spoil because you plundered many nations. The remaining peoples shall plunder you because of the shedding of human blood and violence done to the land, to the city and to all who live in it. Ah, you who pursue evil gain for your household, setting your nest on high to escape the reach of misfortune. Now that, in those three verses, there is a lot there because that's exactly what we have been seeing for the last 150 years within our nation and, and probably further back than that. But like when you go back to where it says, will your debtors not rise suddenly? Will they not awake those who make you tremble? You will become their spoil. They have taken and pilfered our pockets. And when I say they, I'm talking the elite class, the elite scum bags, I should say, in government that pretend that they're government. They're not true government. All right. But again, this is not about politics, but there it, it's, it can't be denied that there is a, a very high elite group of people out there that really pilfer people around the world, not just here in America, but around the world. And this has been a biblical thing. We've seen this and read this throughout different books throughout time. And right now we are in an age right now where there is a great awakening. And that's why I find this so interesting because it says, will they not awake those who make you tremble? You will become their spoil because we've become their spoil. They have plundered all these nations around the world. They've taken resources. They have taken money. They have taken gold and silver and whatever other kind of commodities that are very precious to that particular nation that would actually help thrive that nation. No, they, they take and steal from people all around the world. But yet the people are awakened right now. They're waking up, not just here in this nation, but in every nation around the world. And these very evil tyrants, the same tyrants that are in our government right now, they do this at the at the at the they do this at the cost of shedding human blood like it says in the middle of verse 8 because of you or excuse me because of the shedding of human blood and violence done to the land to the city and to all who live in it they have no discrimination against us if we're in their way of whatever enriches them they will kill them 
And again, like it says, ah, you who pursue evil again for your household, setting your nest on high to escape the reach of misfortune. These people will stop at nothing to gain wealth. And they will continue continuously to stop at nothing to gain wealth and to, you know, to build up their household, if you will. But they do it in the name of evil. They pursue evil gain for their own household, setting their nest on high to try to escape that misfortune. But what's going to happen is more and more people rise up and awaken. They are going to be the ones that are going to get plundered. By who? Well, by the people who got pilfered to begin with. God's people. Another area I thought that was kind of noteworthy, verse 14 in chapter 2. But the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's glory, just as the water covers the sea. I particularly love this verse because as we go further along with this awakening process, I truly believe more people are going to be coming to Christ and inviting Christ in their heart. And just as it says right here, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord, the Lord's glory, just as the water covers the sea. Absolutely. I think as we get further along this awakening process and people start seeing these tyrants for really what they are and the emperor gets revealed with no clothes, people are going to really see things for what they are. And the old realities that they had built up in their mind for an entire lifetime are going to get shattered. But as that knowledge of the Lord continues to grow, that Lord's glory, it's going to cover, again, just like it says, just as the water covers the sea, it's going to cover masses around the world. And you're going to have more people turning to Christ on a daily basis. Because right now we don't have that, at least not at the level that we need it to be. Now, I've, I scrolled down a little bit further now here in chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, where it says, His glory covered the heavens, and His praise filled the earth. His splendor spread like the light. He raised His horns high. He rejoiced on the day of His strength. Before Him, now I found this interesting, before Him, went pestilence and plague followed in his steps. What have we been dealing with for the last two years? A quote unquote virus they called COVID, right? That was kind of like a plague and, you know, the pestilence that we're dealing with. I mean, we're seeing this manufactured baby formula shortage. We're seeing a shortage with food to a degree in a lot of grocery stores around the world or around the country. In fact, as far as fuel and gasoline, I just read some reports that out in Washington state, gas stations are running out of fuel. There are shortages. We dealt with plagues. Not only that, we've had kind of a droughty season in the last year, year and a half, where out west, they were a lot of the, like, I forgot what lake, what lake it was. Forgive me. I want to say it was out in... I think it was Nevada, not Tahoe. I can't remember what lake it was, but there was one lake that was, it's a big lake, a very big one that kind of supplies a lot of the water for out West. And I guess it's been draining down and it's been drying up. And, but that's been going on for the last year, year and a half. And I, I was talking to my uncle who lives out in Colorado, like they're going to be underneath a, uh, what do you call it? A restriction on how much they can water, if at all. I mean, that's considered a type of pestilence. 
I mean, this is the kind of thing that we're dealing with, but and, and things are probably going to get worse before they get better. But here's the thing, and this is why I start every show at the very beginning, saying that we have God and Jesus Christ at our side, navigating us through these crazy, chaotic waters that we call life. Again, fear not. It says it over 360, 65 times, depending on the version of the Bible you have. That's basically one time a day that the Lord is telling us, fear not. You trust in God and you trust in Christ and you completely give over surrender of your life over to them, you will be just fine. No matter what kind of craziness that we experience in this world, you will be just fine. You will come out on the other end. It'll, you'll be like Daniel, right? Who they, who they I, I think that's the book I'm thinking of where Daniel, they wanted to, you know, they wanted to burn Daniel alive in that, in that furnace. And he lived. That's going to be us. You put your trust in the Lord. You're going to be just fine on the other end. But I love that. You know, before him went pestilence and plague, followed in his steps. But anyway, um, I see it's about 17 minutes. I got another podcast I'm going to be doing right after this. So I'm going to cut this one just a little bit short. So that is the book of Habakkuk. And that was chapter two and chapter three. Very short book, but again, just, you know, I, I encourage all of you to go and read it from start to finish. It might take you 15 minutes total for, it's like three pages. It's very quick, easy read. It's in the Old Testament. Give it a read and read it again. It it really, it resonated with me. And like I said, sometimes I'm a little bit terrible when it comes to uh, articulating myself and my interpretation and how I see it. But when you read it yourself, it'll hit you differently. Um, but check it out. It's a very interesting read. It feels like it is. Uh, it runs parallel to what we are dealing with today in modern times. So, but anyway, we're going to end this with a prayer, and then I'm going to get into the His Hardline discussion here very shortly after. Um, so we're going to end this with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day, and thank you for another day of uh, our good health for not just ourselves, but our families. And um, we just pray that each and every day that you guide us and you steer our souls and our minds in the direction that you needed to go to, let your will be carried out within our own lives. And as we continuously do our best to give complete surrender of our lives to you, we trust that you are going to guide us in the way that you need us to, and that you're going to guide us in, 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 in ways that we never even imagined. We know that your dreams for us are bigger than the dreams that we can imagine ourselves. So with all of that, we pray in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all we have for another 1% or less with him. Again, share the website far and wide. It's www.hishardline.com. I'm also on Telegram. You can find me at His Hardline there. His Hardline Show, I believe is what it is. You can find me on True Social, which is at His Hardline. And you can also find me on Gab. Those are the only three that I'm on. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Parler or whatever. I'm just on Telegram, Gab, True Social. And even though I don't really advertise it, I am on Rumble too. So, but um, that's all. And I will be back here in just a couple short minutes for a His Hardline discussion. Um, and until then or the next time, have a blessed day and we'll be back. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.
is hardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.